Venus, a beacon in the darkness, the second brightest light in our night sky. Since ancient times, cultures have attributed to it the qualities of love, beauty, and a feminine spirit. Does she indeed call out to us in other ways besides her obvious visual radiance? And if so, what might we experience and learn in answering her call? Consider these things and more on this episode of The Supernatural Explorer. Supernatural Explorers, welcome to episode 20, When Venus Calls, Experiences with the Fiery Feminine Planet. Why am I doing a show on Venus? Well, the short answer to why I do anything these days is synchronicities and signs. So this is my personal story as to why I'm even doing a show on Venus, which is surprising even me. If it was totally up to me, if I didn't follow synchronicities and signs, I would have picked skinwalkers for this episode. It seemed like the most likely topic for my next episode. I mean, Strange Brow Radio just had a special live web show in conjunction with the Butterfly Effect Center entitled Skinwalker Ranch and the Sasquatch Portals. I really enjoyed that, and so that had skinwalkers on my mind. While listening to that show... It was in the daylight. I wasn't in my zone. I think they were showing a picture of a calf that they believe was eaten by a skinwalker. And I kind of half said to my team, hey, can you connect me? I think I said with that skinwalker or with a skinwalker from the ranch. And I felt energy up my spine by my neck area. And it felt very weird, but very palatable. Not like anything that would normally happen with my neck just physically wasn't chills I don't know how to describe it almost massagey like energy but in a weird way obviously very hard to describe what I was feeling but that I felt something I was like oh I gotta check out these skinwalkers and then I also learned from listening to that special that the history channel is starting the secret of skinwalker ranch so a lot of skinwalker stuff in the air. So skinwalkers, definitely more on my radar. But I wasn't getting any signs beyond that. Elsewhere on podcast land last week, Where Did the Road Go? Had the Snake Brothers on again for a part two. And of all the things they were talking about, the thing that stood out to me was Venus spinning the opposite way. 
Most all the planets spin in the same way, in the same direction, except Venus. Though Uranus has something funny going on too, like it spins on its side. But Venus spins in the opposite direction. Alright, that's just in my brain somewhere. Well, that's interesting. Venus is spinning the opposite way. I wonder what that means. So Venus is a little on my mind. I don't know a lot about Venus, and I I try to get a baseline of knowledge between Jen, my friends Devlin and Marie, and myself. This is what we collectively knew about Venus at this point before I researched anything and in just learning that Venus is spinning the opposite way. Jen thinks Venus has something to do with love. Devlin, who dabbles in astrology, says love, beauty, and mentions that if it's in your house in some way, things come to you more versus having to go after them. So an example of that is Venus is in my 10th house, which is professional life, status. And that's absolutely true for me. If I did try to do anything, I think he said if Mars is in one of your houses, you have to put forth effort and go seek things. But if Venus is in a house, things come to you. So I know I've mentioned this before. When I tried in life, I didn't get anywhere. When I let things come to me and and I reacted to them and acted off of them, everything happened. So this is true to me about Venus. And yes, speaks obviously to me following synchronicities and signs. Those are things that come to me and then I act off of them like, like this show, like this Venus episode I'm doing. Marie, she says she thinks in quotes, culturally named after a goddess of femininity and relates it maybe to the Romans. And me, I think Venus has something to do with beauty. So that's what we knew. We didn't know anything. So if anything, in researching this, I was going to learn more about Venus. But still, no signs. I didn't have a sign. Venus being mentioned on Where Did the Road Go with the Snake Brothers just caught my attention. Venus spinning the opposite way. So it's in my brain somewhere and then I forget it. Doing distance work one night, At the end of a session, I was like, oh yeah, Venus, spinning the opposite way. What is that? Connect me with Venus. And I can't remember what I felt, but I felt enough where another night I knew I was going to put my full attention on Venus. That was a consideration. Like I felt enough where I wanted to start a session connecting with Venus. The next night, as it's getting dark, Jen and I are enjoying our first fire outside for the year. And as it's getting darker out, there's only two lights in the sky. It's a partly cloudy sky, two lights in the sky, the moon, and some other light. And I've been connecting with Sirius a lot lately. I don't know if Sirius is the brightest star. So I'm like, ah, I wonder if that's Sirius saying hi. And while I'm going to get more wood, I'm like, oh, Jen, can you pull up a sky app and look up what that is I go get more wood I come back and she goes oh that's uh that's Venus and I'm like what (laughs) so so now I'm like hmm that's really interesting Venus is on my mind I throw it at the end of a distance session piques my curiosity enough that I want to maybe check it out another night and now the very next day there's two lights in the sky the moon and something else and the other something else turns out to be Venus no other lights in the sky at this point point. and then it got cloudy after that so then there were no other lights in the sky 
And I already have, uh, I connect with the moon a lot. I already have a relationship with the moon. I don't have a relationship with Venus, know nothing about Venus, as you already know. And I feel like Venus is getting my attention. To me, that was a sign. But I'm still like, really? I'm going to do a show on a planet? What's going to be supernatural about a planet? Where is this all going? But after almost two decades of following signs, I learned, trust the process. Trust the process. Follow signs, synchronicities. You got to just keep going with it. Even though you don't know where the show is going at this point, just keep going forward as if you're going to be doing the show on Venus. So I do some mild research to see what catches my interest and where I'll be led. I start with my fave, Wikipedia. I'm going to read some short stuff because I literally knew nothing about Venus. So I'm going to just read the first paragraph. Venus is the second planet from the sun. I didn't know that. It is named after the Roman goddess of love and beauty. Good job, Marie. You nailed that one. As the second brightest natural object in the night sky after the moon, Venus can cast shadows and rarely is visible to the naked eye in broad daylight. All right, I guess they're saying, unlike the moon, which I sometimes see in the middle of the day, that's not going to happen with Venus. Definitely, I could see how it's the second brightest object that stood out to me. Venus lies within the Earth's orbit, and so never appears to venture far from the sun. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, this was cool. I even remember this from Where Did the Rogue Go? One of the Snake Brothers said this. Venus orbits the sun every 224.7 Earth days. So its year is that long. But its rotation is even longer than its year. So it rotates very slowly. Rotation period of 20 days longer, it looks like, approximately. To actually rotate. But I know I read somewhere else too, it's got winds whipping around it, like really fast. Like maybe the winds go around the whole planet once every four days, Earth days. And then, of course, it says it's spinning in the opposite direction. Mentioned something about Uranus too, maybe not spinning the right way. And I remember that from where did the road go to? Venus doesn't have any moons. Uh, a distinction it shares only with Mercury among planets in the solar system. And then somewhere I read here in other places, it's Earth's twin because of size and other attributes. And then there's a lot in the Wikipedia article. And what really catches my eye the most, Earth's twin catches my eye, but what really seems to be standing out for me is the volcanoes on Venus and the heat of Venus. Those things seem to be standing out for me. And Wikipedia tends to stick with the normal. And I'm like, I got to get into this more. This is a paranormal show. I got to go just go right to it. So I Google search Venus Occult. And this website comes up I never heard of before. Witchipedia. And I'm like, oh, I love to play on that. I'm definitely going into this website. It's an online encyclopedia of witchcraft, magic with a K, and the occult. And reading in Wikipedia about Venus, in the magic section, mentions Venus energy as healing. That catches my attention. And they mention there about how the orbit of Venus, from some perspective, I don't understand the perspective. I read it's, it's not from Earth. Although somehow people from Earth figured this out. 
that's an orbit of Venus from some perspective makes this really intricate design. The middle of the design makes this kind of five-pointed flower that if you take the points makes a pentagram. So you got this almost flower of life kind of artsy path that Venus's orbit makes. And then within that you have a pentagram. So I thought that was all pretty cool. The pentagram and Wikipedia when mentioning the pentagram they mention a Freemason article. So I go to the Freemason webpage. It opens with a cool animated graphic showing how points in Venus's path draw out the pentagram in space. And I'm reading in there and the thing that catches my eye is not even what they mention. They have a related topics section. So it's not mentioned in the article, but they say related topics. Alistair Crowley. Now, I remember Alistair Crowley from talking about Pan and Sirius. I don't know a lot about Alistair Crowley, but he catches my eye. I'm like, oh, there's an occult guy that I recognize. So I Google Alistair Crowley Venus. And that leads me to the right of Venus which was one of seven invocation plays that Crowley had developed, written by himself and with other people, and performed. And in that play, the things that jump out to me are two things. This is Venus talking in the play. Venus says, I am the shrine at which thy long desire devoured thee with intolerable fire. Fire jumps out to me. And then somewhere else later in that same monologue, Venus says, I am the flame and fuel of thy breast. So fire, flame, healing, volcanoes, heat. These seem to be, for some reason, the things that are jumping out to me. After trying to read and understand that play, my brain was really hurting because I don't like reading plays It was written poetically. I felt like I had to think a lot about what the lines were saying. But I read enough and learned enough that I'm like, all right, I'm not sure where this is all leading. Maybe I should just connect with Venus, do that distance visit that I was wanting to do. And maybe I'll get more information that way. Because I don't know if the research is going to lead me any further. I don't, besides these words jumping out to me, I don't know where this is leading yet still. Later that day that I did the research... It's a little chilly, and I decide I'm going to do a small fire in my wood-burning stove. I have enough cardboard boxes from Amazon deliveries and some kindling. I'm just just going to make a little one, get the stove up a couple of hundred degrees, just get the chill out of the air. How many fires have I lit in my life? I want to say a million. It's not a million, but just I, I light a lot of fires. Or if I haven't lit a million fires, I've probably put the poker in the fire a million times. (laughs) That's probably closer to a million. If I've lit in a couple of thousand fires, I've definitely put the poker in the fire a million times. Always putting the poker in, playing around with stuff. Never before did I remember this happening. I just lit the fire. I'm poking some stuff around. I pull the poker out. I lay it down on the slate. And... There's a flame coming off the end of the poker that lasted for a minute. Now, of course, logically speaking, had I inspected the poker, 
I'm sure on the other side of the poker, something was stuck to it that was creating the flame. But I didn't look. That ruins the magic. From my view, I just saw a metal poker with a flame coming out of it. And yes, while something obviously could have stuck to the poker to create the flame, I'm telling you, in the million times I've stuck the poker in the fire, a flame has never come out on the poker that's lasted a minute. Maybe something adheres to the poker sometimes and there's a little flame as I'm pulling it out. Never as I'm pulling it out, laying it down, and then it's just burning there as like, as if to get my attention, as if to say, flame, heat, volcanoes, healing, all that kind of stuff was jumping out to you when you were reading? Well, here's a sign. Here's yet another sign. And at this point, I feel like, wow, is Venus communicating with me in some way? And I know in somewhere in my readings, too, maybe it's a hermetic-related website talking about connecting with planets. It said something about, and when you start connecting with planets more, get ready for things to get a little crazy. Crazy is in the eye of the beholder. To me, crazy is wonderful. I like crazy, as long as it's not too chaotic. I like out of the ordinary. And this flame on the end of the poker, to me, that was crazy and I was loving it. And yet another sign. For any of you out there who are listening, who believe in astrology at all, or ever thought of the Earth as Gaia or living, or even really like the movie Avatar and how that planet was alive, this is all not a far stretch to imagine that planets can have relationships with us, communicate with us. I mean, astrology points to where the planets are when you're born having a certain kind of relationship with you in different ways. So it's almost like even if we never bring our attention to them, their attention is focused on us in some way or interacts with us in some way our entire lives. Besides Mother Earth, I've never thought of connecting with a planet. I connect with Mother Earth, I connect with the moon, I connect with the sun. Maybe in the back of my mind, more recently I thought, should I be connecting with other planets? And I find it interesting that I feel like it came to me. It may have been in the back of my mind, but I feel like it came to me. Listening to this show, I hear Venus and Venus being in the sky saying hi and the flame on the end of the poker. I can't deny I feel like Venus is trying to get my attention, trying to form more of a relationship with me. So the next night of distance work, I decide it's going to be all Venus, nothing else but Venus. Not even just start the visit with Venus, it's just going to be me and Venus and I'm going to see what Venus has to say. The first thing I noticed that night, when I decide I'm going to do distance work, I go through my meditative ritual. Depending on how amped up I am, that could take anywhere from 3 to 5 minutes to 20 minutes. But I was very focused, wanting to know more about Venus. Not just getting a sign, but a number of signs. So I was really determined to go through my ritual in a very focused fashion to get through it to come out the other side so I can connect with Venus. The first thing I noticed is that mid-routine, I feel like Venus is connecting with me. So I'm trying to just focus on my routine and get through my routine. And I already feel the energy of Venus coming to me mid-routine. Felt a lot of energy moving through me. 
And then I felt like I was just going on this journey. And this is what came out during my little meditative ritual, distance work, connecting with Venus journey. The first thing that came to me is I was reminded of how since I was a kid, I feel like the planets have been calling out to me. Now, I didn't read books about space. I wasn't wasn't one of my interests. I didn't have or want a telescope. I never wanted to be an astronaut. So in my waking life, I didn't have really an interest in space that much. But at night, when I had vivid dreams, I would sometimes, oftentimes, find myself looking up at the stars and I felt drawn to the planets, like I wanted to visit them. And oddly, it was never with the thought of taking a rocket or a spaceship there. I knew I had to somehow find my way there, which in dreams meant learning how to fly. And then after years, because I've always been very into dreams, I eventually made it. And when I did, the planets were usually about the same size as me, or if they were bigger than me, it wasn't by much. So not the real-life scale of me with the planets. What does that all mean? Me being drawn to the planets, wanting to visit the planets, me feeling the same size as the planets. Well, when I do distance work, it makes sense to me now. I try to merge with whatever is. So I feel the same size as what is. So it's like my dreams were almost foretelling what I was going to be doing in the future. My dreams were leading me. It was so fascinating that when that came to me. Because again, because I was never outwardly into space. I didn't have a diorama of the planets above my bed. Like, I was never outwardly into space. It was in my dreams that I felt like the planets were calling to me. So interesting. That came to me during my little connection with Venus. Then the fire and the heat concepts came to me. Fire and heat, like that which comes from the sun seems to be the source of everything for us. It's what sustains us. It's where we came from. They say we're stardust. And fire, the way I think of it, spiritually, burns away the old, burns away everything. And with Venus being a lot hotter than the Earth, and with all its volcanoes, and who knows what's going on beneath the surface... If Earth has some molten core to it, I imagine Venus has even more of a molten core and more heat. So it's almost like Venus can be literally seen as Earth's twin flame, even hotter. It's, Venus isn't as dramatically hot as the sun, on the surface anyway. But again, what's going on in its core? And overall, with its closer proximity to the sun... Venus would definitely burn away more than the Earth, for sure, if you were using it spiritually. If you were merging it with it spiritually to help burn away stuff, the Earth and its core, and when you merge with the Earth's core, can definitely burn away stuff. Of course, when you merge with the Sun, it can burn away stuff. Venus seems somewhere in the middle, and I believe there's layers to us, many layers to us. And so if the Earth... Merging with the Earth's core burns away certain stuff. And merging with the Sun burns away certain stuff. Maybe merging with Venus burns away other stuff. So Venus seems to serve a function of burning things away on a certain level of subtlety. 
And maybe Venus in burning away these layers leaves us more beautiful and healthy on the inside. Maybe that's the correlation. I don't know. I know I'm extrapolating there. I don't know. I hope it's not just that in the past cultures associated the beauty with the fact that Venus was so bright. I hope it wasn't that basic. I like to think that the further back you go, the more they knew than us. If you go back really far. And that there were deeper meanings to everything. And all this information that's coming to me, memories from my childhood, these ideas, all happened in like minutes. Stuff was just pouring into my head. It's like I went on this journey. Ideas came to me about Venus spinning the opposite way. Now, if you look back two months ago, you could say the way we were spinning, in quotes, the way the Earth was going, wasn't really the right way. I'm not talking astronomically or astrologically. I'm talking spiritually, metaphorically. To me, with what's going on, with the world being shut down, the world almost feels like it's spinning in the right way now more than it did two months ago. At least part of nature agrees in that nature seems to be healing itself more or healing itself more easily during this time. And I imagine this healing going on for people who aren't getting really bad cases of the virus. I feel like this is a very healing time. But this is a new time. Go back before all this and when the earth wasn't on a break. And things weren't vibrationally right with the Earth, if you ask me, from where I was sitting. So if Venus is Earth's twin, if you're a twin with something, if you're connected with something in some kind of way, and your twin, your Earth twin, is kind of not spinning the right way, you don't want to spin with it. Spinning in the opposite direction would almost ensure in some way that you're not going to spin the same way. (laughs) I hope that's making sense. Again, it came to me during my little journey. And Venus spins so slow that the spin almost, I would argue, doesn't matter so much, except on this level. It's almost to me, I felt like if Venus wanted to or whatever forces out there, unseen, that control everything, wanted to, I feel like within a day, because Venus is spinning so slowly, it could almost, through these forces, intention, just kind of pause and then start to go the other way without a big deal. We're spinning so much faster in relation to Venus that if somebody put the brakes on to spin us the opposite way, I wonder if we'd fly off (laughs) with like centrifugal force, just fly off the planet. Venus could do it so seamlessly, so slowly. Now, I'm not predicting anything or saying anything. This is all just me relaying impressions, maybe intuitions that came to me when I was in this state. It would not surprise me in the least. That if when we come out of the other side of what's going on now, if everyone agreed, yeah, the Earth, we seem to be doing better as a planet. We seem to be doing better as humanity. Everyone seems to be 
caring for each other more like if it lasts and it becomes a new way. It wouldn't surprise me in the least to learn soon after that that Venus is spinning the so-called right way, spinning the same way as us. That could just be spinning a tail or time will tell on that one. That was like phase one. I was still in the middle of doing my meditative ritual when all this stuff started coming to me. So that was like a, a phase one, a wave one of that. So I made it through my meditative ritual, which I do laying down. And then I got to sit up to reconnect with Venus again. And I got that mask I was talking about that blacks out all the light. So I'm sitting there connected with Venus. I have my mask on. And I saw, like, with my eyes closed, but there was an image. It wasn't in my mind's eye. There was an image. I saw a pentagram. Very faint, but I saw it. I'm okay with it being that somehow my mind projected the image because this is all new and exciting. And But I'm also okay with maybe I'm connected with Venus and it's giving me a little reassurance, a little gift. Like, here, I draw the pentagram in the night sky in a fancy way. Here, I'm giving you the gift of the pentagram. So that was really cool to see. Moving forward, I'm going to consider using Venus's fieriness to help promote healing. Somehow, as my session ended and the pentagram went away in my vision and I was coming out of it, I felt like I'm somehow supposed to work with Venus's fieriness to help burn things away to help promote healing. On what level, who knows? I think it's definitely easier to heal things mentally, and then it's harder to heal things emotionally, and then it's even harder to heal things physically. So I don't know which level, or if I'm even going to notice any significant differences or developments, or if it's all going to be subtle, but that's the sense I got. I'm supposed to work with the fieriness of Venus to help promote healing and if there are any significant developments in that I'll update you alright and coming out the other side of all this I couldn't help but notice the lack of commentary on Venus's femininity and I was even a little hard pressed to even come up with a spin on how Venus would be feminine despite that we have seen to assign this attribute to Venus in the past and continue to assign this attribute to Venus. But I felt like I wanted to give it a go anyway. Because if people see it as feminine, how can we make sense of that? Well, from Hermetics, very generally, the masculine acts as a spark that provides the energy that the feminine then takes and creates with. So if something is creating a spark for something to happen, that's masculine And what takes that energy and creates from it is feminine. And we have both within us. If the sun can be seen as masculine, if the sun can be seen as the spark, and I could see that being true, I didn't research it, but I wouldn't be surprised to find out that the sun is looked as as masculine. Then I could see Venus as drawing from the sun and creating from that. But what is Venus creating is the question. 
what you obviously see with the earth has created. That's not hard to say. And the sun is the spark that feeds that all the time, drives that all the time. Venus is our twin. What is Venus creating besides volcanoes and heat? If I look at myself, what stands between me and going with the flow and creating more? With the spark that's inside of me. The only thing that ever blocks creation within me is my ego or any issues or thinking too much. So I can see how merging with Venus could help burn away all of that on some level and open up even more the way for creation to flow through me unhindered. I could see how that would be. So is Venus helping to create more creativity in people? I know I'm I'm reaching. I'm just trying to make sense of it. And by that, Venus is feminine. Masculine feminine concepts are confusing for me to think about spiritually. I haven't nailed them down yet. But if you look at Venus physically, her path is creating beauty in space. It's creating this design in space that is beautiful. And her light is a beacon that does seem to call to us. And if we pay attention and let ourselves be drawn to her, perhaps then her gifts, her secrets, will be bestowed on us. I'm already not even one foot in. I think I got two feet in on this one. I think I'm all in on this one. I don't know if there's going to be a part two on Venus, but I'm going to continue my ongoing relationship with Venus because she's already shown so much to me that I can't not. I don't know what else to say on this one. That's my journey to this point. Venus is all within like a week has reached out, grabbed my attention and shown me things. I'm in to learn more. I hope this was thought provoking spark some things for you if you have additional knowledge information that you'd like to share with me you want to educate me you know some things that you think i should know please hit me up at the supernatural explorer at gmail.com next show probably going to be skinwalkers i'm taping this on a wednesday i think that new show on the history channel was on last night i hope it's on demand i hope to catch it but I'm probably not going to watch it till after I'm done putting this show together. Because I, I know, I just know me. If I don't get this done and I look at the Skinwalker show, it's going to pull me in that direction. So <laughs> when I'm done putting this one together, then I have no doubt I'm going to watch the Skinwalker thing. And barring any signs against it, that's probably going to be the next show. Although, if I get signs to do another show, the Skinwalker might be put off a few shows. But Skinwalkers are coming. I would love to do like I did with Hellier, only I did it late with Hellier. But now I can do it on time with the Skinwalker show. Because I can watch the first episode, distance connect, share my thoughts, and then see where the show goes. And then see if anything matches up with what I felt experienced. I think that'd be cool. But again... All this really has nothing to do with me. I follow synchronicities and signs to the best of my ability, staying out of the way, 
and seeing where they lead me. So until next time, everyone, be well, stay healthy, take care of each other. Peace.